le jeu de l'illusion que vous appelez démocratie Car l'ordre vient de moi, certainement pas d'un peuple Je vous façonne à mes choix, dès que vous tombez dans la peur Je suis le produit des tyrans, la structure qui détruit Au nom des valeurs marchandes implantées jusqu'à vos esprits Je pompe le sein du tiers monde, chauffe leur politique Leur ordonne de nous vendre tous leurs services publics Un peuple qui se lève, moi je lui couperai ses vifs Pour mieux alimenter sa haine et l'emmener en guerre civile Derrière pas meilleur profit que le business de la mort Destruction, construction, investissement, marché des armes, pro-guerre, prospère Je fais monter la sauce, tout le monde les uns contre les autres Pour alimenter ma force, car mon règne prend son ampleur Dans toutes vos divisions, libéralement, capitaliste au service de vos illusions Je suis l'ordre mondial, l'ordre créé par les puissants Confrérie, chefs et multinationales, économiques Je suis... Well, that's a battery, folks. Hey, peace to y'all. We'll be right back in a couple minutes with the Common Thread Collective as we're getting ramped up for our own Friday show. I see also Here's a little more uh, Howard's in. Doing that and doing this and doing that. But where are the citizens among us? You know, everybody, everybody must be involved. There are no experts. Well, there are. I remember during the Vietnam War, I keep going back because that's, you know, there are certain historical moments when learning is more intense than at any other period. I mean, this is one of those moments, too, right now, after September 11th. But Vietnam was one of those moments when learning is compressed uh, into a short span of time and place. And one of the things we learned about during those years was about experts and about when the war started and people would ask questions, why are we there? <laughs> Say, well, listen to the experts. The experts would get on television and tell us why we're there. And I remember the British actor, an artist, right? Actors are artists. Uh, the British actor, Peter Ustinov, spoke out against the war in Vietnam. And then somebody said, Ustinov, he's an actor. <laughs> he's not an expert. And Ustinov replied, there are experts in little things, but there are no experts in big things. There are experts in this fact and that fact and that fact, but there are no moral experts. It's important to remember that, that all of us, whatever we do, have the right to make moral decisions about the world and undeterred by the cries that will come up, oh, you, you don't know, you're not an expert. These people up there, they know. Well, it takes only a little bit of history to realize how dangerous it is to think that the people who run the country know what they're doing. So the word transcendent comes to mind when I think of the role of the artist in dealing with the issues of the day. And, and I use the word transcendent to suggest that the role of the artist is to transcend the given wisdom, to transcend the word of the establishment, to transcend the orthodoxy, to transcend 
uh, to go beyond, to escape uh, what is handed down by the government, or what is said in the press, or what is said on television. Uh, because there are people in the arts and people in, in other professions uh, who think, uh, well, uh, yes, let's get involved. But let's get involved in the way we are told to be involved. And then you will see the artists and the, and the other people in professions uh, getting in line in the way that uh, uh, people are expected to get in line when the president says, this is what we must do. And all everybody else in politics echoes that. And this is we, what we must do. And, uh, and, and you've, we've seen this all around now. I mean, how many times have I read in the press since September 11th, well, we must be united. Now, what do they mean by that? I would like us to be united. But united around what? And when people say we must be united, most of the time when they say this, they are saying either explicitly or implicitly, we must be united around whatever the president tells us to do. Dan Rather, right? TV anchor, anchored to the establishment. Right. Uh, isn't that what an anchor man is? Uh, and Dan Rather gets up on national television and says, Bush is my president. When he says get in line, I get in line. Did any of you read that? Yes, he said it. I mean, I, I make up some things. <laughs> but I didn't make that up, you see. And I thought, here is, here is a, a very important, influential journalist. And he has forgotten the first rule of journalism, which is think for yourself. He's forgotten what that great journalist, I.F. Stone, that, you know, the, uh, really, probably, you know, one of the several greatest journalists of the 20th century, what I.F. Stone used to say when, you know, he stopped working for the, for the major media. He, would, he was working for regular newspapers, and then he realized he couldn't be himself. He couldn't say what he wanted to do. And so he, he established his own little newsletter, I.F. Stone's Weekly, which became famous for giving you things that you couldn't get you know, anywhere else. And then I.F. Stone was in, would be invited to speak to classes of journalism students. And he would say, I'm going to tell you a number of things, but you really only have to remember if you really want to be a good journalist. You really only have to remember Two words, governments lie. <laughs> Very important to remember, governments lie. I mean, not just the American government. Governments in general lie. Uh, and when I say all governments lie, that may sound like an anarchist statement. The anarchists have something there. <laughs> yeah. They're right to be skeptical and suspicious of people who hold governmental power because the tendency of people who hold governmental power is to lie in order to maintain that power. And 
Rather, when he said that, the president says, get in line, I get in line. He uh, violated that, you know, Hippocratic oath of journalists that is implied in the profession of journalism of think for yourself. The kind of statement you would expect from a journalist in a totalitarian state, not somebody living in a democracy. And then talking about getting in line. And then you have Al Gore, who accepted his defeat graciously, so graciously that he became humble. Wow, all right, some old news from oh, Howard's Inn, huh? Humble. Hey everybody, happy Friday. This is Global Val here with Diamond Dave and you're listening to the Common Thread Collective. So glad to be back. Welcome back, Dave. So glad to be back. I have some stories to tell and various adventures, of course, of people who are listening regularly know that bad was bad was that it was every year at the Rainbow Gathering. This year we're in Eastern Oregon in the high desert, but it's and it's so good to be back. I have stories to tell, and like we do every week, I I said I see. Now we're going to open up with our brother, Bloodflower. Bloodflower, he's shaking his head. What is he? You, it's you, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, so yeah. good to see you, dude. Happy Bastille Day. Welcome back. That's it right. is Bastille Day, and Trump right. is there.
Yeah, Blue Flower. Thank you. Thank you. Where, where'd you learn how to play the mandolin? In my sleep. Ah, the best place for it. <laughs> Dream channels of music. I like that. <laughs> that reminds me of a, a, fr a friend of mine who was uh, traveling in Europe one time and uh, was sharing a room with some Swedish folks. And she stayed in one night to... To, to, you know, she's like, I got to stay in tonight. And uh, at some point, she said she had this weird dream where like the Swedish guys came in in the middle of the night and were asking her if the water was safe to drink. So she woke up in the morning and she asked the guy, she's like, oh, I had this weird dream. You guys were here. And they said, oh, we did come back. And we were talking about water, but we were speaking Swedish. So, yeah. Well, there's this flexible, imaginary... <laughs> imaginary boundary between the, 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 the inner world and the outer world within the dream world. I'm going to read some Rumi. Okay. And then we got Danny that we're coming. I'm expecting. I've been seeing a whole group of uh, musicians from Bengal, from the Bengali part of India, uh, may be coming. Awesome. That'd be uh, great. But until they walk through the door, I won't say the opposite. Awesome when they come through the door. They're so good. And they played at Adobe Bookstore, our, our bookstore connection. Uh, uh, last night and it was amazing the place was packed with people from uh, from India from North India from the Bengali section and they're playing songs by uh, Bob Dylan's song Simple Twist of Fate hmm. Tangled Up in Blue with Indian accent it was so amazing just to be there just to be like oh, I want to introduce you to my friend Rogue Rogue she said Rogue Hi. she said we connected at the Rainbow Gathering one dark night now let's see if I have it right, Rogue. One dark night, I was talking to about about the beatniks, like I do because I do. It's a rainbow gathering. It's a hippie gathering. So I'm talking about the beatniks, where where it all began, and then I hear from my side something, beatniks, and it said, "Why that's it?" Ba ba ba. And she said, "Why be Rogue?" And that was uh, that was uh, the spirit of bringing us together. Is that right, Rogue? Well, it was a dark night, but you had on a shiny hat. I did. The yeah. show, that was a. That it was, was the shiny hat. It, it, it was like rainbow iridescent baseball hat. Psychedelic baseball hat. Yeah. That I was gifted for the for the for the length of the rainbow, and wherever I go, wherever I went, and on these dark nights at the rainbow gathering, from camp to camp, kitchen to kitchen, you could see these people were with their flashlights and so on, but you could see it come off my hat. And they said, there's Diamond Dave, those who know me. Those who didn't, like this sister said, who is this guy? Who's this guy wearing this super hippie hop hat? <laughs> and here we be. <laughs> what can we say to that? Except we're connected, and we're connecting, and here you are, uh, something you couldn't imagine. Here you are live on the Common Thread Radio, where we find that common thread, and let life flourish, and say, don't panic, just keep it organic. I like that. Well, I'm glad you did. I like that. There's a lot. We have a lot about each other that we like. And so here we are. And so we're just, it's a, uh, it's an interesting experience to connect with another human being and strangers becoming friends and friends becoming family, as I say. Yep. So I'm going to read some Rumi <laughs> and maybe we can put some, uh, some music on because we got Danny and Joey. Go ahead, sister. By the way, everyone should know that the cover of the Rumi book is smeared with blackberries. 
that were picked in the garden today. So what garden? In Diamond Dave's awesome garden. So there we are. It's all connected. Don't panic. Keep it organic. Blackberry schmutz. And of course, I've been following what's going on. I was for for a good what almost two weeks. I was totally off the off the off the grid. Could I could I could I figure out what's happening with Trump? No way to know. Except I knew amazingly bad things are happening, and then I come out and hear about that meeting with his son, Trump Jr. And uh, I just shake my head. But here's some Rumi. I think it fits well with the atmosphere that uh, Bloodflower put down on his mandolin. A given. The drum drum we hear inside us now, we may not hear tomorrow. We have such fear of what comes next. Death. Death. These loves are like pieces of cotton. Throw them in the fire. Death will be a meeting like that flaring up. Love thrown in the fire, flaring up. Death will be a meeting like that flaring up, a presence you've always wanted to be with. This body and this universe keeps us from being free. Those of you decorating your cells so beautifully, do you think that they won't be torn down? Decorating our cells, their cells so beautifully, don't think they won't be torn down. The eventual demolishing of prisons I say, and I'm thinking back to what you said in a women's magazine. We're talking about women in prison. And here, I just open it up to these words. This eventual demolishing of prisons. Because it's all said and done. We have all the programs of taking the shackles off, of uh, the shackles off and providing this and fighting up. But this, and this is what we're living for. Mm-hmm. This eventual demolishing of prisons is a given. Fire change, disaster change. You can trust that those will come around to you. You can trust that those will come around to you. I guess that's the fire change, the disaster change, that move, that that, that, that invisible line between life and death that he's talking about here, Rumi, for the 15th century. I'm glad you brought Rumi in today. I, it's been a while since you, you usually you used to just read it all the time. I, but well, but Rumi, Rumi always seems seems to have like dip right into the common thread. Do it does. Oh well, let's get the second one. As Joey and they're getting ready, Joey and Danny. Let me read the second one and see how it fits the common thread. The world we live in, this connection that we're making to one another, and with. Uh, not just tampons in prison for the women. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, she, Elizabeth, and so on, the women stepping up, you know? Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren right. stepping up. 
I believe that, uh, that I believe that we're going to see Elizabeth Warren stepping up more and more, and also our sister, the sister who had been the, uh, the uh, who had been uh, from San Francisco, who's also stepping up. Who is that? Kamala Harris. We got Harris and Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, women stepping up. Absolutely. You see what I'm talking and Kamala about? Harris is a, a freshman senator, but she's been holding holding these senior senators' feet to the fire. And they're like, oh, no, that's not really your place right now. She's like, just watch me now. Right. So these two, <laughs> we're living a life. It's a new day. And this is what the common thread is all about. One of the things the common thread is all about. Hey. Carpe diem. Women stepping up. Hey, Val. Hey, guys. Hey, Rogue. Hey, Val. Here we are. Here's the, here's the second one. And he's, this guy's ready to play. But anyway, let me read the second one. It's called A Mystic and a drunk. The universe turns on an axis. Let my soul circle around a table like a beggar, like a planet, rolling in the vast, rolling in the vat, rolling in the vast, totally helpless and free. The knight in the castle moved jaggedly about the chessboard but they're strictly centered on the king. They circle. If love is your center, a ring gets put on your finger. If love is your center, a ring gets put on your finger. Something inside the, something inside the moth is made of fire. Something inside of the moth is made of fire. As the, as the moth circles closer and closer to the candle. Is what I think he's saying here. Something inside the moth is made of fire. A mystic touches the annihilating. Let me get these two lines right. A mystic touches the annihilating tip of pure nothing. A drunkard thinks peeing is absolution. Thinks peeing is absolution. Lord, take these impurities from me, says the, says the drunk. And he pisses, <laughs> as he pisses in the fire, I guess, as the moth circles around <laughs> with the fire within. This, uh, this is to open your mind to, to all sorts of stuff that you hadn't opened before. So think of the drunkard thinking pee, peeing is absolution. <laughs> Lord, take these impurities from me. The Lord replies, first understand the nature of impurity. If your key is bent, the lock will not open. If the key is bent, the lock will not open. I fall silent. King Shams has come always when I close, he opens. Always when I close and the key is bent and will not open the lock. But always when it's... But now, I think I see Danny. Are you there? Well, so let's open to a bit of live music. We had Danny and Joey are here. And they're going to give us a little set. They're going to do a few songs. So take it away, Danny. Okay. <clears throat> Having to do with the following topics of life. I know what it means to want. I know how it feels to need 
to be alive. Just right. Joey, Joey, you're up. With my guitar, come on, come on, don't be shy. My older brother, the shame of it is he's adopted. <laughs> Here we call ourselves the $2 Pirates. Mutiny Radio and such. $2 Pirates, Buccaneer. <laughs> nice, a buck a piece. <laughs> Danny the Machine and Joey Stewart coming up next. My goodness, this is the Common Thread Collective. You're welcome to come down and join us and get up on this stage as well. We're right here at the corner of 21st and Florida Streets in the Mission District. One thing you do, can you uh, give me a little bit of a mic check? I can't hear a damn thing. I can hear your voice. I know, but I can't hear it out here. Oh, you need to turn that up out there. 
Well, that's going to take a little bit of a, of a musical interlude. So I'll tell you what. That's okay. fine. No problem. I'm going to play our theme song. I'll come out there and uh, get everything set up for you. Okay, baby. Well, let's see here. No, no, I'll tell you what. Oh, that's not... Well, we'll see. But remember what Picasso said, art is a, a lie that tells the truth. Think about that. Art is a lie that tells the truth, meaning, right? Uh, art doesn't, uh, art goes away from reality and it makes up something, it invents something, and what it invents may be more accurate about the world than somebody who gives you a one, two, three photographic picture of the world. So Joseph Heller was one of these uh, people who used fiction to say things that probably couldn't be said easily in nonfiction. At one point, his protagonist, his crazy bombardier, Yossarian, crazy because he doesn't want to fly any more missions. He's had enough of war. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Every little thing's gonna be. 
All right, all right. Everything's going to be all right here at Mutiny Radio. You're welcome to come down and join us. We're at 2781 21st Street, right at the corner of 21st and Florida here in the Mission District. It's a beautiful day out here in the Mission District. Uh, it's Friday, July 14th, Bastille Day, and uh, we're flinging open the doors in the prisons of our minds. And uh, here we are, and Joey Stewart is up at the, on, on deck. Take it away. Thank you. Listen, uh... New things. It's called Detective Stories. Yeah, well, so what? Right on. 
This is one I've been working on with uh, my brother and some other friends of mine from around the corner of studios. This is a thing called Good Cop, Bad Cop. I've loaded my guns and I'm ready to go into the arms of the barrio. My partner's late, but that's all right. We've got the rest of the morning light. I'm a good cop, bad cop, all the time. And we tried it your way, now we'll try it mine. I'm a good cop, bad cop, can't decide. Well, I think I'm gonna wanna be on your side.
mouth woman, baby. Talks all the time. Says she's got my money, but I ain't seen a dime. She's a big mouth woman. Another big mouth gal. Well, she's a big mouth woman who met a gal with a bigger mouth now. Help me out. Well, she's a big mouth woman, baby. Says she's got the best. Loving in the world, I got no loving, yeah. She's a big mouth woman. Help me, a big mouth down. You guess she's a big mouth woman who met a guy with a bigger mouth now. Help me out, she's a big mouth woman. A big mouth down. That dress. Show me why you don't think you're like all the rest. Another big mouth woman, just another big mouth gal. All right, well, she's a big mouth woman who made a guy with a bigger mouth now. To be continued, for sure. And we got our brother and looks Nico. Like, like he's gonna set up for all the. He could take your time, set up. You know, we've got to let you get your mic set up and where you but need Nico. to be. Um, get com- get comfy, get cozy up there for a second. We just want to make a quick announcement, right, Dave? So Barbara, well, uh, quick or not, we talk from time to time. In fact, in many many ways. This program, the Common Thread Collective, is a voice. A voice of the people coming together. A voice of people hitting the street. A voice of the resistance. Not the voice. As far as I can tell, I've been trying to find a leadership. There's no real leadership. It's coming up pretty much spontaneously. Various folks have said we're leading the march because we have the, uh, we got the, we got the answers, we got the movement, we have the ideology. But in fact, it's happening, whoever calls it. And Saturday is the next chapter, and I believe, thanks to our sister Elizabeth, has sent us an announcement of just that. Uh, so Val, could you read what's, what's in front of you? Sure, yeah. So Saturday from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m., it's going gonna, it's to it's gonna rally, starts at Civic Center. 
Um, and it's called The Trump-Pence Regime Must Go. So meet at Civic Center Plaza Station at 2 p.m. There's going to be a rally and then march to 24th and Mission. And here's what they have to say about that. The Trump-Pence regime must go. In the name of humanity, we refuse to accept a fascist America. That's true. The Trump-Pence regime daily escalates its fascist attacks on immigrants and Muslims, on healthcare and the poor, on black and brown people, on women and LGBTQ folks, on the media, on the environment, on the right to protest, and on the truth. Immigrants are full human beings, not illegals or criminals to be demonized, terrorized, hunted down, locked up, and thrown out. Muslims and refugees are full human beings, not people to be shunned, banned, and cast out to be swallowed up by oceans and wars. Women and LGBTQ people are full human beings, not objects to be grabbed, demeaned, victimized, and denied their fundamental uh, right to control their reproduction and how they choose to live. Black and Latino people are full human beings, not people to be denied the right even to live, gunned down by police with impunity, incarcerated in genocidal numbers, and denied basic rights. The people of every country are full human beings and not collateral damage to be subjected to massive bombing, invasions, occupations, the danger of nuclear war, and a program of America First that would bludgeon them into submission. Bludgeon them into submission. We must say no, not just for ourselves, but in the name of humanity. Never underestimate the power of the people rising up together with right on our side. Well, hell yeah. And so that's going to be Saturday. That's yeah, tomorrow, right? And I, I recognize the, um, the the style. Mm-hmm. I believe that the Revolutionary Communist Party, the RCP, now called something else, Revolution, has had a big role in in, in making this announcement. But in fact, every we're all invited. Everybody's invited to take part. No, no matter how you have, might happen to phrase things. I say we have to build a, uh, Trump wanted to build his wall, and we need to build a wall, but our wall is a wall of love with a rainbow bridge, with the, do- the documented, the undocumented, whatever, uh, California used to belong to Mexico, until that imperialist war under Taylor way back then, took away Mexico, uh, took away California, uh, Oregon, um, New Mexico, Arizona, and I believe even another state, Colorado. We're all part of Mexico. So when you talk about the documented, the undocumented, those are all borders that mean absolutely nothing. We let's get together. Let's let's get together at two o'clock at Civic Center, and uh, whatever way we want to express ourselves, Rogue, I plan to be there. Um, that is a really good point to bring up that you plan to be there. Can you uh, talk a little bit about? from your perspective through the 60s, why people getting together and marching like that is effective because there are a lot of naysayers who are like, well, what good is it going to do? Or are we wasting our energy? Can you explain a little bit about why it's still important for people to get out and show their physical selves on the street? Well, well Val, I'd question. like to hear from you. I'd like to hear from many. But I say this. You're right. I was there way back then when we were in the streets if, uh, if, uh, we, we got to got to the streets around that uh, now almost half forgotten war in Vietnam, the Vietnamese War. Now, now, now the situation, the names are changed, 
but the situation is very similar. And it started with just a handful and a couple handfuls of people, of people getting out there. Soon we had hundreds of thousands of people going up Hate Street. I remember well, we were, the, we were like the host in the hate. The whole neighborhood of Ashbury was a, was a radical revolutionary neighborhood out of which many groups came. And then I haven't seen anything like it since then. And here again, but I want to say again, it begins with people getting out there, talking to one another, finding one another, building, building a community, uh, building communities, and, uh, and being a voice of what happens, what's happened at social chat. That's what I say. And so I say on a beautiful day in San Francisco, that we had the Women's March, thousands and thousands of women and their friends and allies and relatives and all that were on the streets. We went to the pub, we went out to the airport, thousands of people in the airport saying, you can't do this, Trump. You can't be pulling people off the planes and putting them in handcuffs just because they came from these countries, these, these Islamic countries. And we went out there and the court stepped in. So people will step in if we do nothing, Nothing is going to happen. But if we go out there, I'd say that's a good start. It's a way to find one another, a way to community. And as I say, strangers becoming friends and friends becoming family and family becoming community. And although I don't necessarily, um, um, I just plan to be out there and be talking to people, meeting people, to invite people to come to the show next, the show next Friday. And let's talk about just that, uh, just that subject you alluded to, said directly, where do we go from here? Mm. What do you say, Val? So, um, oh, sorry to interrupt. I guess what I heard from what you had to say is that if, if people are questioning why it's worth it to get together, that what you see as the benefit is um, people are gonna talk make connections, make real life, um, you know, interactions, and that helps plan. A good sense. I mean, what else are you going to do? Yeah. What else do you just say, well, we can't do anything and keep doing whatever you're doing. It is a Saturday. It's going to be a beautiful Saturday. Come on and let's enjoy it together, to gather together and bring that spirit, that spirit that I'm bringing down from the rainbow gathering. Here I am and I'll see friends and relatives and fellow human beings and that's where I'm gonna be at two o'clock tomorrow at Civic Center in front of City Hall. The dome, the dome. This is gonna be outside the dome, in the dome. What do you say, Val? You know, I think, Rogue, that was a really, really good question. And, um, you know, it's, I think it's a question that uh, I have so, sometimes as well. Um, you know, what I found from the Women's March um, was just the, 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 the feeling of, of solidarity and camaraderie and just to be out in the streets and have thousands and thousands of people marching peacefully, um, you know, joyously with each other. Um, and, and, and that was something that somebody I overheard, I had a little conversation with just, just after the inauguration and the women's March, uh, somebody was saying like, I don't really, I didn't really understand when I saw people on the streets on inauguration day, like they looked like they were having fun, you know, <laughs> I was like, well, this is, you know, would you rather just, you know, be, stay home alone and feel disconnected, um, and like powerless or, or not sure what to do, or would you rather be out and, and be encouraged and, um, kind of inspired by other people, um, being out there as well. And one of the things that, one of the most moving things that I heard about the day of the women's march 
happened down in, I think it's El Paso, Texas. Um, and there's a, there's a, a land bridge between Texas and Mexico that people go back and forth, uh, you know, pretty regularly. Um, but there was a group of women from both sides of the bridge who got, who went onto the bridge that day and stood back to back one woman from the Texas side, one woman from the uh, Mexican side in, in pairs back to back and, um, and they braided their hair together and made this, you know, wove their, their hair together um, in these w- ropes to symbolize, um, you know, that, that we're, we're just all human and that, and that, you know, we, we, I think the majority of the people can be uh, connected and understand that borders, as you say, Dave, are just a line on their map. Um, and just to show our shared humanity and that, that women, you know, don't see those lines and, and don't need to subscribe to, um, you know, the, the hate and the, and the, the drive, to drive people apart, but rather to bring people together. Um, so that, to me, that was a really moving um, part of the Women's March that day. And, uh, and people are experimenting. People are opening up to one another. But uh, people are not, and I believe that manifesto that uh, we may not be able to read, which uh, my friend Q.R. Hand wrote, is that it's not about following this group or that group. It's about letting it emerge. I believe that's in the first paragraph. Letting it emerge so we're together, that we're building a movement, that we're brothers and sisters under the planet. And I think that's kind of one of the lessons of the Rainbow Gathering, why we went to the woods, why we camped together, why we found one another, was just that about building a movement. And so as I say once again, hey brothers and sisters, hey fellow human beings, here on the planet, did we plan it? No, not necessarily, but we're here on the planet. So I plan to be there at two o'clock tomorrow and uh, two o'clock tomorrow. And once again, we'll see what emerges. All right. Well, emerges. So take that Trump and, uh, <laughs> and, the, and, the, and, the, and the horse you rode in on. Because that's what it's about at this point. Nice. And, and you, you're not even cool enough to put it in the pipe and smoke it. Um, well, so, I know I've been at the rainbow gathering. I will put it in the pipe and smoke it. <laughs> well, that's you, Dave. I'm saying. Yeah, I'm tired. Okay, good. Yeah, anyway, I will take an occasional toke. Uh, that's for sure. But that's all. <laughs> Enough said. All right. Well, uh, well, here's a brother. Here's a brother, Nico. Hey. Uh, and he's got four songs he prepared. Oh, nice. And he came down to share with us. Is that right? That is right. Thank you for. And he came down to share with us. And share with the world because we do be. This be Commons Collective. We be Mutiny Radio, um, streaming around the planet on the internet. It goes on by. There's a twinkle. I see it in your eye Can you give peace a chance So my moonlight lover can step right up to dance But really what's it all about if not for future human routes don't say Love's run out 
Can I really keep my head afloat? This human sailing on this boat to nowhere. start don't tell me who you are don't tell me where you're going if you're not going far like a boxer who's stuck up in the corner I cannot to fall like a question that doesn't got no answer like a problem that no one can solve and I'm walking down the boulevard of changes and it's a wonder those tall trees ain't falling down it's a wonder that those tall trees ain't falling down Thank you. Nico, how'd you find your way to Mutiny Radio today? I met Diamond Dave about less than a year ago on his birthday in front of Adobe Books, and he said, come down to Mutiny. And uh, it took me a few months, but I'm here. here. Yeah. And these are some songs of your own making, I assume. Yeah, they are. Some questions that need some answers. Well, they're perfect for the occasion. Hey, brother, I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad you do these four songs. Hey. And I want you to keep it in mind that when you're ready for a song or two to put it out to the world, because we are listening to all over the planet, 
This is the place to do it. Thank you very much. Hey, Nico, you're welcome. I like what you're doing. Keep doing it. Just give us some more. All right. All right. Okay. This is a love song. It is possible to dream up a love that's not illusion To sit bedside beside you, to hold and to be held with no confusion What are these rules of war? What are we fighting for? What are these rules of war that we oppose? My love was a currency, I'd spend it all in one place. What good is love that doesn't beat? What good is a heart that burns out? What good is a heart that doesn't beat or love? And what good is a love that burns out? could use the tambourine. I'm asking for it. Yeah. Anyone who wants to join in can. Will you be the apple cherry or the apple of my pie? Will you scream and shout and twist about and tell me everything's alright? If the truth comes out, then you know it's a lie. Will you be the apple cherry or the apple of my pie? Well, it's alright, baby, it's alright with me. For you to be, for you to be. It's alright, baby, it's alright with me. For you to be, for you to be. Cherry of the apple of my pie, will you scream and shout and tell me it's alright? Will you be the apple cherry of the apple of my pie? Wow. <laughs> Thank you. That was a good love song. It was an upbeat love song. You ever notice how love songs tend to be like kind of like like low, you know, like live vibration, like oh, that was that was an upbeat love song. I appreciate that. <laughs> that one was born in my 
in my bedroom. Well, why don't you work on it and extend it and extend it a bit? Because by the time I get into it, it seems like it's over. Right, that's true. These are like songs in embryo. They let that blow, like blowing up a blowing up an air mattress. They're there. Is that the best metaphor? I don't blowing up an air mattress, and soon you have a full song. Yeah. We do that because this is Mutiny Radio. It's every Friday, so you can show the song as it's gotten longer and more interesting. But the idea is most interesting. Do you hear me, Nico? I hear you. I hear you. Here's the last one. This one's dedicated to Tiny Tim. <laughs> it's kind of his, his song, but I, I, I'm terrible with remembering words, so I'll just we'll we'll tiptoe through the tulips. I will tiptoe through the tulips forever through the tulips. I will tiptoe through the tulips with you in a warm day in San Francisco I was walking right into here and I ended up playing music for you For you in time, it is a strange thing when it meets you right under me. Oh, will you tiptoe through the tulips with me? Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Mutiny and Diamond Dave. It's been great. Thanks, Nico. Yeah. Right on. So do you pl play around town, or what else do you into? And um, I do a few things around town, but uh, I play in a band called GLAT, G-L-A-T, and I'm a drummer for that band. That's pretty much my only other thing music-wise, and then record in my room, 24th and Folsom. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, we're yeah. welcome anytime, of course, to come down and, and play and join us. And you, if you want to bring your band down too, here we are on the Common Thread Collective. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, you're welcome. Glad you made it down. This is the Common Thread Collective, everybody. And this is how it works. You're like, hey, I get to go play at a, at a funky little art gallery space radio station um, with a bunch of happy people sitting around uh, doing the same thing. Artists, uh, poets, writers, travelers thinkers, breathers, and dreamers. Uh, just as Bloodflower said when I asked him how he learned how to play the mandolin, he said, in his sleep. And you know what? I'm going to take his word for it. You might need to take a break.
fun here on the common thread collective mutiny radio.fm streaming around the planet on the internet from our hearts to your ears uh, every friday from 3 to 6 p.m and women's magazine from 2 to 3 p.m it is bastille day so uh you know that's uh, storming the, the the prison and the french revolution so we're, we're fleeing open the doors today on uh, the common thread collective as we do every friday so uh nothing new there but uh certainly always good to 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 bring that to light um and also celebrate because we have our stats our listener stats that came out from last month of june of 2017 mutiny radio 
as a whole station, which has about 35 shows throughout the week, um, had 190,000 downloads of, of, of shows from the station. And for our show here, the Common Thread Collective, in June, uh, a whopping 8,968 listen, listens, downloads of our shows. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry, that's Women's Magazine was 3,000 uh, 134 and, and Common Thread Collective was 5,834. So I had added that up to it, too. So anyway, people are listening to Women's Magazine, getting that going, getting that together. Yeah, I'm really and pleased. And then they're taking, it, they're taking that jump and people are joining it for the Common Thread Collective. It's finding the Common Thread. We are connected. How about Roman? How's he doing? Uh, I don't have those numbers right in front of me, but the Weekly Review, he's always doing well. You know, he who he had today, he had Natasha Dennerstein on his show today. Uh, the Weekly Review with Roman uh, Reimer is every Friday here from 12 to 2. And um, always some pretty radical uh, stuff going on on the Weekly Review. And today he had poet uh, Natasha Dennerstein, who's part of Nomadic Press. And she's got a new book out called Seahorse. Um, she's a really great poet. She's very entertaining, but she's also very real and gritty as well. And um, I really appreciate her work. Um, a real artist. And uh, check it out. Speaking of poets, yeah, San Francisco now at long last is a poet laureate. That's right. Kim Shuck has uh, been named poet laureate, and Kim Shuck has been a regular, uh, a regular. Uh, we're kind of a. If she has a regular voice on, it's Common Thread Collective and Women's Magazine. Am I right? It's true. It's true. She has been here many times and um, has curated shows with where we're involved and vice versa, and um, a real community-based poet. A native San Franciscan, a Native American, well, and let's try uh, to bring her on next week and have a Kim Shuck celebration. That'd be nice. I, you know, I think she's it was in a little bit of a shell, you know, a little bit of a shock when it first came out, and then everybody wanted to talk to her. So uh, hopefully um, things are, are settling down, and we can uh, see what what time she when she can come in and visit with us. Because she sent me a message the very day she got appointed uh, poet laureate. That said, let's make some trouble together. <laughs> and I believe oh, it's trying to make trouble in the best sense of bringing the people together. In fact, B, I see James, and we still have blood flower here. And maybe James will be ready to get up and read from uh, Krishnamurti. And then meanwhile, these, uh, the, these wild guys were here. Look, he said, these wild guys are here. They're so excited to be here. Maybe we can have a big jam. And uh, we still have some time till 5 o'clock when we're expecting a call. So the idea is to fill it up with stuff, isn't it? The idea, remember when you used to say, Val, no dead air. That's right. No dead air. So James, well, we'll, we'll see. what a wild scene we have. We do have a wild scene. And, uh, I feel well, well, Dave, why don't, why don't we let the folks uh, assess who's going to do what? You guys are going to okay, f- figure out what, when and what you're going to do. But... Uh, but but Dave, why don't we hear about the uh, well, Rogue? You're here. Why don't we hear about the Rainbow Gathering? Oh, hey. Yeah. So, you, was this your first time at the Rainbow Family Gathering, or no? Well, it wasn't my first time. The first time I went, I kind of um, I always like to go to a new gathering or a new group of people and keep my distance. Mm-hmm. So I did go once before and kept my distance. I like to observe mm-hmm. before I get involved. Um, so I went last year to Vermont. I observed. Um, I kind of thought that since I have a superpower that's really useful at Rainbow Gathering, that I would show up and try to use it. 
And so my secret superpower, who um, my husband is listening and he can attest to the truth of this is, I can go into anyone's refrigerator and cabinets and whip up a good meal. Nice. Yeah. That is a superpower. You got some ketchup, I'm good. (laughs) Um, So I thought it would be useful based on what I saw at Rainbow Gathering, one of their... Um, one of their key features is feeding people and they don't plan things. It's often whatever food's on sale, whatever food needs to be used up. I have a zero food waste policy in my house, so I'm always looking for like what's got to be used. So I thought that I would go and cook and it was really wonderful. I wasn't there for more than five minutes before a uh, kitchen was asking someone to get up and help them carry food and serve it. And as things would have it, I found the exact right group of people that I should have been hanging with, which were the snarky, punky kids. (laughs) Shut up and eat it. So they let me um, be like a bossy Jewish mom and cook a couple meals in their kitchen. And... um, I felt really useful. It's really gratifying to feed people. And a lot of people who show up at Rainbow are maybe travelers or, you know, they may not have a lot of money or whatever their story is, often people don't get a home-cooked meal. And so, like, just serving people a home-cooked meal is so gratifying. Yeah. So that was my experience as a second-time attendee at a Rainbow Gathering was the joy of giving your gift, whatever you're, whatever that little thing is you're good at, figuring out what it is and doing it. The idea, the basic idea of the gathering, which you're just alluding to, is that if it's a free gathering, if everybody gives what they have to give, nobody goes without. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're set up in various units, like I'm, I'm in Kid Village, which is the family section. But you were where you were at Nerf. Uh, well, I camped near Nerf my first time when I was touristing, when I was investigating, and I liked them well enough, uh, but they didn't show up this time, so I ended up uh, hanging out with Shut Up and Eat It, and they're definitely my speed. They're loud, and they're, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to s- describe it. They're my people. Yeah. They're my type of people. Nerf is not just a lot more sad. Nerf is Northeastern Rainbow Family. And, of course, last year we were in the Nerf area. Mm-hmm. We were in uh, the Green Mountains, Vermont. Now, next year, we're going to be in Georgia. We're going to be in the Appalachians, is what they consensed as. And that'd be, the, uh, that'd be another family, a rainbow family. That'd be the, uh, so they've invited us, and they'll be our hosts to help put this together. So, we'll, of course, uh, uh, folks, uh, as we get closer, I'll be letting people know what's um, what's going on with that and uh, Val you you remember down in the years we've always had rainbow folks coming in to let people know what's happening and uh, how they can lend a hand haven't we absolutely we've had the Barry uh, Barry Adams Clunker Adams um, come in and uh, a few times and and uh, share the the philosophy and the behind the rainbow family and um, the legitimacy of it as a as a unique cultural affinity. Leaderless. Barry is one of the three I can think of just off the top of my head who had the original vision of a rainbow gathering 
way back there in 1970, 1970, 1971. And they were there as uh, Johnny Freedom. That's the New York camp. That's the New York camp. They had the New York brunch. Did you get there, the brunch? They no, the, I did meet the New York people last year. I got sushi. Well, it's called the Purple Gang. The Purple Adam Purple, the Purple Gang, were the people who started, who started the first kind of squats, community gardens in the Lower East Side of New York. And that's Adam Purple, and now, now they're the Purple Gang uh, camp every year at the Rainbow Gathering. And like every year they have sushi. Every year they have sushi, uh, New York City style, it's called the New York Brunch. So that's, and I do every year, I'm in Kid Village, and they do every year, they've taken up on that, Do you remember I mentioned that the Rock and roll spaghetti on right. the 4th yeah. at the Rainbow Gathering. And we t- we've, uh, we've had dozens, of the line never stopped. Hundreds of people had rock and roll spaghetti this year at wow. Kid Village at the Gathering. So is it that each camp kind of takes on a, a meal at a time? No, or is it just to. all split up? And If they want to, they don't have to do anything. There are a number of the camps every year, uh, every day. We have the evening, the evening meal, the evening circle, dinner circle, mm-hmm. and that's all the there's a lot of the kitchens, which is what the name of the camps. Uh, cook up like a pot of a pot of brown rice and or or soup, or spaghetti, and bring it down to um, to dinner circle and main circle on the, uh, every night. Nice. So that's what some of them do. So it's really interesting um, coming at it from the perspective of being in a kitchen and cooking for that many people and and seeing how it works. Um, Again, the meals aren't planned. It's whatever food happens to have been acquired for a good price. And yeah, the goal is to take that food and make something that's appetizing, but it feeds as many people as you can. And so you have to get really creative with your recipes and your spicing. So what did you what did you whip up, Rogue? Oh. Um, well, I made my peasant stew, which is like a curry, clove, cinnamon, potato, lentil thing. Wow. And so it's you know it's zen in a way. You have to kind of release attachment to your recipe and realize that it's going to be watered down times four, and you know it, it takes a lot of spice to really like flavor fifty gallons of food. So you sort of like try to like deliver something um again that's like related to your recipe but (laughs) feeding more people so releasing attachment like that and um so you know no one's obligated to feed but the kitchen's really you know that's what they're there for they love it and um you know if if um if kitchens are putting out food then they get food so Get what you can, get what you need. Yeah. And Kid Village, which is the family center, which were, which is also seniors too. We've, uh, we have an amazing breakfast. So and good. So good, and everybody's invited. You don't and have to have a family. So they fed me, so that I was powered to go feed other people. It was totally like the cycle of life. The cycle of life. <laughs> like, yeah, I would not have been able to cook if I hadn't have gotten like a solid kid village breakfast in the morning. So it really just was so sweet and like perfect. Like they're feeding me so I could feed other people. Excellent. That sounds so cool. Um, Food should be free. 
Yeah. And it can be. Under this kind of situation, it can be. We waste so much food that doesn't need to be wasted. And hopefully a lot of folks are coming back, because it was on the tip of people's tongue, are coming back to San Francisco uh, for the 50th anniversary of Summer of Love is all summer long. And I believe that some of the folks from the gathering are planning it. They're, they're, they went from the gathering to, of course, what happens every year, which is Eugene, the country fair. Mm-hmm. You there? I swung by, but it seemed a little commercially Too for my so taste. Um, yeah, I you know I go to Burning Man a lot. I go to lots of festivals. I if I can see the country fair being really appealing if you haven't ever been to anything well, I don't like know. that. But after the country so. fair, a bunch of the folks are going to be coming down here, and hopefully we can feed some. There's a lot of extra food always. Much more food is donated that can be eaten at the gathering and to come down. And also, well, this is a good time to mention it. Also, a big help is given by the very people who sponsor this very show. Who am I talking about, Val? The Organic Valley Family of Farms. Oh, my goodness, all that cheese. Nom, 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 raw organic cheddar. Yeah, all that cheese, all that that cheese, all those eggs. Uh, Dozens and dozens of eggs do they contribute, do they donate. I Uh, eat it a lot of them. And also, hey, you probably, I, I don't think I mentioned this to you, uh, Rogue, but this very show uh, that costs $100 a month to, to uh, underwrite this show, and this show is underwritten by who? Organic Valley. And they send their regards. And they're so glad to hear that we're doing this. And Organic Valley Co-op Family of Farms. And their cheese is really good. I'm not, like, trying to be a commercial I had to control myself and not eat all the cheese. Oh, there's, there's a lot of it. It's it was amazing so the various variety of things that come into the package of Organic Valley now. It's just staggering. But here we are being staggered. And here, who's that up there? I don't have my glasses. It's Danny. Hey, Danny, is something you'd like to read? And then we got James. Uh, mm-hmm. James and Bloodflower, I got read Krishnamurti. Uh, Danny, what do you have to read to us? This is actually in a Star Trek episode. Nice. <laughs> the Minstrel Boy. Okay. The Minstrel Boy to the war is gone. In the ranks of death, you'll find him. His father's sword he's girded on. His wild harp slung behind him. Land of songs, secreted lawyer bard. Though all the world betrays thee. One sword at least. <laughs> At least will stand your card. One faithful harp shall praise thee. The minstrel fell, but the foeman's shame could not bring that proud soul under. The harp he loved ne'er spoke again, for he tore its cords asunder. And said, no change shall sully thee, thou soul of love and bravery. These songs were made for the pure and free that shall never be sound in flavory, slavery. Ah, <laughs> Yeah, fucking slavery. I was thinking about Linguisa. And next, James. And next, I'd like to introduce the next artist to come up. Give it up. Give it up. It's up to you whether you like him or not. You know that one, don't you? Otherwise, call me. <laughs> Danny the Machine. So punk rock. Well, what we're doing, hey, Val, what we're doing, we're bringing anarchy out of chaos. <laughs> Anarchy out of chaos. Here's James and there be uh, everybody else. Yeah, they're getting set up. They're, they're getting doing fine. Set up. Everything's working out fine. That's right. Shanti, shanti, as they say in India. Shanti, shanti. Stay cool. Before, uh, uh, 
The Rainbow Madonna calls. So oh, yeah, we've got half an hour before so that. So let's think of some music we like to put on and what we like to do. I'm starting to... Uh, Oh, to remind folks, you are listening to the Common Thread Collective here on MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco's Mission District, streaming around the planet. James Ellis and Blood Flower. Thank you, Global Val. This is Mr. J. Krishnamurti from his last journal. This winter, there's been constant rain, day after day, practically for the last three months. It is rather an extravagance of California. Either it doesn't rain or it rains to drown the land. There had been great storms and a few sunny days. It had been raining all yesterday and this morning. The clouds are low down on the hills and it's rather gloomy. All the leaves are beaten down by the rain of yesterday. The earth is very wet. The trees and that magnificent oak must be asking where the sun is. On this particular morning, with the clouds hiding the mountains and the hills almost down to the valley, what does it mean to be serious? What does it mean to have a very quiet, serious mind, or if you will, brain. Are we ever serious? Or do we always live in a world of superficiality, walking to and fro, fighting, quarreling, violent, over something utterly trivial? What does it mean to have a brain that is very awake, not limited by its own thoughts, memories, remembrances. What does it mean to have a brain that is free from all the turmoil of life, all the pain, all the anxiety, the endless sorrow? Is it ever possible to have a totally free mind, free brain? by influences, by experience, and the vast accumulation of knowledge. Knowledge is time. Learning means time. To learn to play the violin takes infinite patience, months of practice, years of dedicated concentration. Learning to acquire skill, learning to become an athlete, or put together a good engine, or go to the moon, all this requires time. But is there anything to learn about the psyche, about what you are? All the vagarities, the intricacies of one's reactions and actions, the hope, the failure, the sorrow and joy. What is there to learn about all that? As we said, in a certain area of one's physical existence. Gathering knowledge and acting from that knowledge requires time. This is that we carry that same principle 
extend that same movement of time into the psychological world. There too we say we must learn about ourselves, about our reactions, our behavior, our elations and depressions, ideations, and so on. We think that all that requires time too. Look, you can learn about the limited, but you cannot learn about the unlimited. Mm. And we try to learn about the whole feel of the psyche and say that needs time. But time may be an illusion in that area. It may be an enemy. Thought creates the illusion, and that illusion evolves, grows, extends. The illusion of all religious activity must have been very, very simply begun. And now look where it is. With immense power, vast properties, great accumulation of art, wealth, and the religious hierarchies, demanding obedience, urging you to have more faith. All that is the expansion, the cultivation, and the evolution of illusion, which has taken many centuries. And the psyche is the whole content of consciousness is the memory of all things past and dead we give such importance to memory the psyche is memory all tradition is merely the past we cling to that and want to learn all about it and think that time is necessary for that as in the other area i wonder one ever asks another, asks whether time has a stop. Time to become, time to fulfill. Is there anything to learn about all that? Or can one see that the whole movement of this illusory memory, which appears so real, can end? If time has a stop, then what is the relationship between that which lies beyond time and all the physical activities of the brain? There's memory, knowledge, remembrances, experiences. What is the relation between the two? Knowledge and thought, as we've often said, are limited. The limited cannot possibly have any relationship with the unlimited. But the unlimited can have some kind of communication with the limited. So that communication must always be limited. Ha! Narrow. Fragmentary. If one may ask, if one is commercially minded, what is the use of all this? What is the use of the unlimited? How can, what, what can man profit by it? We always want a reward. We live on the principle of punishment and reward like a dog which has been trained. You reward him when he obeys. We are almost similar. In the sense we want to be rewarded for our actions, for our obedience, and so on. Such demand is born out of the limited brain. The brain is the center of thought, and thought is ever limited. Under all circumstances, 
it may invent the extraordinary. Theoretical, immeasurable, but the but intervention is always limited. That's why one has to be completely free from all the travail and toil of life and from self-centered activity for the unlimited to be. Look, that which is immeasurable can't be measured by words. Or it's trying to put the immeasurable in a frame of words and the symbol is not the actual. But we worship the symbol. Therefore, we always live in a limited state. So, with the clouds hanging on the treetops, and all the birds quiet, waiting for the thunderstorm. This is a good morning to be serious. To, to question the whole of existence. To question the very gods and all human activity. Our lives are so short. During that short period, there is nothing to learn about the whole field of the psyche, which is the movement of memory. We can only observe it. Observe without any movement of thought. Observe without time, without past knowledge, without the observer who is the essence of the past. Just watch. Watch those clouds shaping and reshaping. Watch the trees, the little birds. It's all part of life. When you watch attentively, with diligence, there's nothing to learn. There's only that vast space, silence and emptiness, which is all consuming energy. Thank you, gentlemen. And I just got a note from the Bengalis. That they had to leave for Berlin. And they had to leave for Berlin. But uh, they said they'll be back in January, and they'd love to be on the show. Oh, good. Oh, good. Berlin. That was, you know, I, I'm, so I'm just still kind of shaking, shaking myself out um, after that, that meditative uh, experience we just had with uh, James reading J. Krishnamurti and um, Bloodflower playing mandolin. I, I was kind of, I felt it was a very dreamy experience and um, I'm just kind of waking up again. So good morning, everybody. This is the Common Thread Collective. I'm Global Val. And this is Diamond Dave. And Dave, you see the Bengali uh, musicians uh, have, have uh, moved on. They're heading out of the country, but they're coming back in January and hope to be here then. I say that then. So, so uh, kicking off the new, the new year, that'd be great with those artists, those musicians. And you, do you want to read some Rumi after well, all meanwhile, that? Uh, meanwhile, I'm kicking off my, my, I kick off my new year by, uh, by, by going to the gathering, coming back from the gathering. So this is a new year for me too, Val. Yeah, you do always come back from the gathering uh, refreshed and revitalized um, with an extra twinkle in your eye. Actually, I'll do it. 
it's yeah. true. <laughs> and like you know, you got new, you got new threads, you got new glasses. Like you told, I mean, it's like some sort of revamp for Diamond Dave every year. And who do I have by my side right here? But Rogue. Oh hey. Oh hey. So welcome, Rogue, from the from the from a nighttime at the gathering to a daytime here at Mutiny Way, Mutiny Radio, Common Thread Collective. You'll be welcome. I could just say to you, welcome aboard. Well, Hopefully you won't get bored. Thanks for having me. Don't make me walk the plank. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, we've, we've got a high, high threshold here. <laughs> I don't think you're in any danger. <laughs> no, it's, uh, we're certainly open. And, uh, There's a lot uh, of pirates here. Uh, yeah. Arg! Arg! <laughs> What's the pirate's favorite letter? Uh... I don't know. What, what is the pirate's favorite letter? The C. The C. C five four five. Is that it? The C, Dave. Oh, the C. The C. I just said the C. The C. I've been reading a, a book, Victor Hugo, Toilers of the Sea. Okay. Well, One of his less famous books. Mostly good. If you're a sailor, you'd really love it because it gets super boring in the middle with all sorts of like <laughs> Sail- sailor crap. Sailing terms. Yeah. Well, you know what they do here once a month. I think it's the first Saturday of the month over here in, near Aquatic Park at the Hyde uh, Street Pier. There's a, a few uh, historic ships over there. And so the first Saturday of the month, there's a gathering where they sing uh, just people gather, they gather and sing the sea shanties. So musicians show up and mostly just people show up to sing. And, and a lot of people already know the songs or someone who uh, will, will start and lead a song and then everyone will join into the chorus. And it's a lot of fun. And then they take a little break. You go over to the Balkutha, which is this giant ship over there, and um, and they uh, they'll pour you some cider or some hot chocolate, and that's a yeah. So sea shanties at the Hyde Street Pier on the Balkutha and the Eureka um, is a is a really is it's a really moving event because people just come together and and sing in this big ship, and uh, it's it's. It's really nice. It's a really nice experience up here. That's, uh, that, uh, that's something you just got to have to come across to say what's going here. It's Sea Shanty Day. Sea Shanty Day at the Balakutha. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could find some Sea Shanties. We're waiting for a call from the Madonna for the Rainbow Madonna at 5. Oh, all right. That's about 15 minutes from okay, now. Okay. Well, we can fill that up. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we have a phone. Uh, we'll here, I, I've opened to a roomie. I've opened, I opened a random... Let's see how this fits. Fits. See if it fits. If the shoe fits, we're going to wear it. God has given us our dark wine so potent that drinking it, we leave the two worlds. God has put into the form of hashish a power to deliver the taster from self-consciousness. God has made sleep so that it erases, so, so that it erases every thought. God made Marjum, Marjuman, Marjuman love Lila so much that just her dog would cause confusion in him. They were a great lover, a pair of lovers back there, legendary lovers. I'm talking about Majanun and Lila. And they said that, the, 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 that Majanun loved, loved her so much that just her dog would cause confusion in him. There are thousands of wines that can take, an, take over our minds. Don't think all ecstasies are the same. 
Jesus was lost in his love of God. His donkey was drunk with barley. Dr drink from the presence of saints, not from those other jars. Every object, every being is a jar full of delight. Be a connoisseur and taste with caution. Any wine will get you high. Judge like a king and choose the purest. The one unadulterated with fear or some urgency about what's needed. Drink the wine that moves you as a, cam as a camel moves when it's, it's just when it's been untied and is just ambling about. Drink the wine that moves you as a camel moves when it's just been untied and is just ambling about. And hopefully from one of the, uh, from one of the, the, uh, the underlying themes of this show, hey Val, hey, um, hey, uh, hey Val, uh, hey Rogue, one of the underlying themes to untie you from all this conventional stuff and just so you can amble about and there's no place better and nicer to amble about than right here in the mission. Just ambling about, meeting one another, connecting with one another, finding one another. And I plan, plan to be there tomorrow at two at Civic Center and to do some ambling about, some I'm back, um, uh, how's it been going with you? How do we connect? What's your ideas for doing more together than any of us can do on our own here in the age of Trump, 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 here we be. Boy, he loves people talking about him, doesn't he? Well, he does. Any way he can do it. But we're, what we're, we're doing here is we provide these three hours free. Come on down, play your music, do your, for your poetry. Uh, I want to join you in conversation. But he loves people just talking about him through. But how else can we get together without talking about what he represents? He and that 1% that he represents. He and these rich people who are not going to be listening to this program. But this is a good chance, uh, semi under the rainbow, to find one another and dance together. Mm. It's um, it's not so much the 1% that bothers me. It's the point oh 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 one 1%. Oh, the real top of the heap. Okay, well, that's but. what he's... He's, uh, he's quite the, the heap. Yeah. Top of the heap. So so to reiterate, there's reiterate. Um, Say it again. 2 p.m. tomorrow. 2 p.m. tomorrow. There is a rally against all things that Trump represents, not necessarily against the person, but what he represents. Um, to be very generous, the person is just a. Um, an unloved baby but beside that let's let's rally against the temper tantrums of the unloved baby so it's tomorrow at 2 p.m and where is the meeting point it's going to be right in front of city hall yeah, right in front of city hall? Civic center civic center the civic center is that the uh, same as city hall yeah you have city yeah, hall on it's right one in side. front of city hall you and have so the library and another uh, the library and the asian, asian, asian museum, museum on the other mm -hmm. are we yeah. encouraging festive protest outlets? well i'm definitely of course to festive. of course and I, signage creative mm -hmm. signage the creative signage is Get out important. your um, multicolor Sharpie markers. Have some fun. That's right. Very important. Make a sign. Express yourself. See, up to the Women's March, it was really um, this group or that group that would make the signs. Want to give people the impression that they were leading us to the promised land. In this case, I detect, I detect the rhetoric of the group called the Revolutionary Communist Party. But, but nevertheless, 
I plan to go. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, I plan to find my, I help find my brothers and sisters and have a good time. I'm not a Marxist, well, Leninist, Maoist, or any of that. I'm a free human being, an anarchist, and uh, but I look forward to hanging out, hanging in, hanging around, finding one another, beating some drums, having conversation with people as to what it's about and how we can do more together than any of us can do on our own. So that's uh, pretty much where I am at the moment. And we were waiting for a call in about 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, about 10 minutes or so. From the Rainbow Madonna. In the the meantime, I think I've got a song that can kind of segue us through these these, uh, ever-moving waters.
Of course, we, that was the Jefferson Airplane. Um, so speaking of wooden ships on the water, um, the Golden Rule, um, which is a ship uh, and a movement that started back um, to World War II, post-World War II, to protest uh, nuclear weapons, um, actually went down and uh, to the areas where the U.S. and the Russian militaries were testing new and detonating uh, large nuclear ordnance um, and would, would actually sail out and, and be in the way, basically, so that they couldn't conduct these tests. Uh, the Golden Rule sails again. Um, they're going to be sailing down. Um, they're going to be sailing through San Francisco Bay tomorrow, um, probably dipping in at, ri at Richmond um, in the morning time. And then they're heading down. Their ultimate destination on this on this particular trip is Santa Cruz, but they're going to be in Redwood City for the 17th and the 18th. Um, having events, uh, you can go and and uh, sign up to go out on the boat uh, on the sailboat. And also, there's going to be a potluck and a, a screening of a film, The Phoenix of Hiroshima, which is another boat that was out there protesting uh, nuclear weapons. And so the Golden Rule sails again, and uh, they're going to be in Redwood City on the 17th and the 18th, just a couple days from now. So uh, if you're in the area and you want to connect with them, go do so in Redwood City, uh, the Golden Rule boat. Also, um, other other cool things going on. I, I went over to the Giltract Farm, community farm, last weekend. That's over on San Pablo Avenue on the border between Berkeley and Albany. And uh, the farm right now is beautiful, and they have this beautiful medicinal garden, and they're growing all this food. And every Sunday, they have the community farm stand. So, um, And once a month, the th I think it's the third Sunday of every month, they have a farm work party with a potluck and music and people go out and they pick a lot of the vegetables and things that have been growing at the farm and uh, hang out and um, and have a good time and then at three o'clock the they move out to the to the sidewalk area and have the community farm stand where it's all fresh organic vegetables all on you know pay what you will prices and uh, it's a really beautiful thing going on over there that was originally the site of the occupy the farm the Giltract farm it's part of the university of california property they own that land um they've been kind of f you know fighting to keep a large portion of it um of course the university like you know let some development happening uh, just just next door to it uh but the the uc Giltract community farm has a 10-year verbal agreement um, with the University of California to keep this farm going um, and accessible. They have turkeys out there that are roaming around. They make their own compost. Um, so go out and, and support and visit the Giltract Farm on San Pablo. This Sunday, the 16th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. is the monthly farm work party potluck jam. So it's a really cool place. Um, and uh, people getting together, and they have workshops there. 
I went to this herbal medicine workshop the other day, and uh, it's really cool. And this is what the folks are doing, and, and we need to support it. And uh, if you can't make it out there, remember that each and every Sunday, it's still going on. Hey, uh, uh, it's still going on. Hey, Rogue's still going on. I don't have a totem, but it's called the Free Farm Stand. And that'd be said by our brother Tree. And this be at the park, right there, but, uh, but just blocks from here. No, not across the bay, just by the Free Farm Stand. And that's right there and, uh, between uh, the 22nd and 21st. Okay, but okay, I'm on. Between 22nd, 21st and 22nd, there in the park there is the free farm stand. And uh, come on by, that'd still be happening. It'd be bountiful these days. The, uh, the donations that are being made, amazing herbs, uh, veggies of every sort, and always some really good bread, including halva. Uh, they say the halva for me. And so that'd be happening, so come on through. And that's every Sunday, each and every Sunday, uh, they start passing out numbers at noon, and then start calling the numbers at one o'clock. Come and hang out. Come enjoy your fellow human beings, because we be there at the free farm stand. And that's at uh, 23rd and Folsom? No, uh, between, uh, 20, at Folsom between uh, 22nd and 21st. Okay, got it. Ninos Unidos. Yeah, 23rd and 22nd. Ninos Unidos. United, uh, that's the park. And so by all means, uh, I hope to see you there. Hey, Val, I think we have a phone call. We do. We've got uh, Lisa, Rainbow Madonna, on the phone. Lisa Wolf, is that you? Hey, I'm here in uh, Nevada City at the fairgrounds at the, um, at the World Music Festival with um, my friend's sister, Azul. I've been on um, Sovereignty Tour, traveled out from... Um, Hot Springs, Wounded Knee, to uh, Taos, um, from Bletcha, and connected with um, Sovereign Nene, Ambassador Nene, and now um, I am in Nevada City and Grass Valley at the World Music Festival, and I need to put a call out and let everybody know that our um, vehicle was in an accident last Thursday. Nobody was injured, but um, anybody in the Nevada City Grass Valley radius, um, we need a vehicle. We're supposed to go back to uh, South Dakota, the 29th, and then up to New York. And I'm uh, my battery is really low, but in my remaining time, I'm going to let you guys listen to uh, Zool and the um, folks that she's playing with. Hold on. And you hear that? Hey, and I'm just back from the gathering where I mentioned that. Here we go. I think I heard the, the drums, the drums. What happened? Here we go. So, many blessings to, to you, Diamond Dave, and Val, and everybody in San Francisco. And uh, if you can, come on out to Nevada City. And if you feel like donating to the Sovereignty Tour and helping um, me get a new vehicle um, for this work, 
for all of our liberty. Uh, you could visit, um, what is it? GoFundMe.com backslash WBN Float, which stands for White Buffalo Nation Float. And uh, all love to a rainbow family wasn't fair on site in person was traveling out here on July 4th, but uh, we're one in the infinite sun forever and ever and ever. Thank you. Love you guys. All right. Nevada City loves you all in San Francisco. One love. Mike. Thank you, Thank you, Val. Thank you. Thanks for sending the love from Nevada City and the World Music Festival going on up there. Rainbow Madonna checking in. Letting us know that we all be connected. And we're letting you know that we all be connected. And with and letting you know also that each and every Friday, here's we're gonna be being a not the voice of, but a voice of what's going on. The way I say it in San Francisco is that city, I'm be back at City College, at city, in the city, on the planet, and in the street. And tomorrow I'll literally be in the street because I'll be there at Civic Center. Um putting forth those anarchy vibrations and that dance and trying to bring forth some happiness as we build this movement, this movement that's growing throughout the nation, throughout the, throughout the city, throughout the nation, and around the planet. So, hey, Val, it's so good to be back. And here we be, and I'm yeah. more or less in one place, but I'm still a little recuperation and recovery. All right. And uh, I want to thank, uh, thank, thank Rogue, for getting me here and taking care of me while I'm here because I had, do need a little help. I do need a little help, and she's been definitely doing that. Thank you, Rogue. Right on. I'm going to play a little music, and then, Dave, we got to figure out who's up next and what. Well, and we it's 5.06. Really? Well, there's a little bit more to happen. I know Blood Flowers got a sonnet to share. There's going to be some poetry. We've got a fellow up there who says he has a story to tell. Okay, beautiful. Well, let's do that. Put some music on. Let's do all that. So we got time. One of them was a male, and the other two, well, the other two were females. God only knows what they were up to in there. And furthermore, Susan, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to learn that all four of them habitually smoke marijuana cigarettes. Reefers. Me 
Common Thread Collective coming at you from Mutiny Radio, 21st in Florida, Mission District, San Francisco. What's up? Happy Friday, everybody. And one thing I totally forgot to mention with the Golden Rule boat, the anti-nuclear, um, the sailboat that, that protests nuclear weapons, is that the United Nations recently, a group of 122 countries voted to ban nuclear weapons. And all of the countries that currently have nuclear weapons and uh, boycotted the talks, the negotiations, and uh, several countries who don't necessarily own them, but actually have bases that house them, also refrained from voting. And um, I think one country voted against it, uh, which was the Netherlands, because they actually house uh, certain nuclear weapons. Um, But 122 countries, uh, the representatives in the United Nations around the world said, let's ban nuclear weapons. And um, that's the move in the right direction. And so uh, bravo to that. And uh, let's let's keep that momentum going and and acknowledge um, that uh, mutually assured destruction is uh, a real thing and that we don't need more radiation uh, streaming around our planet. We need more free speech and love streaming around our planet like we are now, mutinyradio.fm, and maybe we can get off those microwaves eventually. But I see out there on the stage, we've got uh, uh, our new friend, David, and uh, Danny, the machine, is is hanging out next to him, and I think they're going to do a little collab. Number one accompanist everywhere. Motherfucker, yeah. Go. Okay, so you guys like cats? Sure. I do. Yeah, Pam loves cats too. So cats are like little Zen masters that like laser pointers. And uh, cats kill every night. And not just uh, birds and little animals. Uh, and they know when to get rid of shitty material. They bury it, you know? So you can learn a lot about Zen by watching cats. I had this dream uh, last year that uh, Dr. Alan Watts, the Zen Roshi of Sausalito, was still alive, and he was giving lectures at Angel's Camp. It's over in Calaveras County, if you've ever been there. I used to hang out there with my grandparents. So in the dream, I waited for him after a lecture, and uh, I went back to his little room with him, and there he explained that the rumors of his death were greatly exaggerated, but that now he had to turn into a cat every night. It didn't make sense when I dreamt it, but when I woke up, I started to understand it. 
he wasn't just talking about himself either. He was talking about me and he was talking about all of us stand-up comics because we have to turn into cats every night, basically. You could look at it as a curse, but I see it as a blessing because cats are awesome. I know some cool cats at a place in San Jose called the Caravan Lounge. We do a, a great uh, comedy show there every Wednesday night about 9 o'clock. And uh, there's this old black guy there named Uncle Dave. And uh, you can tell he's been around since the 60s and 70s. He's got an onk around his neck, too. And uh, he recites a lot of the old aphorisms, but he makes you memorize them because he wants you to learn. <laughs> Let me see if I can remember them all. You can call me whatever you like, but don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> Bullshit ain't nothing but chewed up grass. <laughs> I ain't got to lie to kick it. <laughs> it's not what you do, it's how you do it. But we'll see everyone. Stop, look, and listen. At first I wonder if he made this stuff up, but I found those same sayings in a book I was reading anyway. So now I, I kind of know that he's for real. He's one of these guys that gives you a really strong handshake. The one that says either I'm in a psych ward or I'm for real. <laughs> Sometimes both. <laughs> but yeah, Uncle Dave was great. I mean, I didn't know what to make him at first. A lot of the comics at the bar dismiss him as like a, a bar fly or just a friendly drunk. And he drinks a lot there, and it's a nice place to drink. <laughs> Caravan's an old punk bar. And it's one of these weird places where it, it didn't start out with punk. It was like a 50s martini lounge. But the theme was like pseudo-Arabic, like back when people thought the Muslim world was cool and exotic, when it was full of sheiks just waiting to introduce their virgin daughter to you. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Not to mention, Muslims don't drink. There's that. <laughs> but there's a lot of bars like that in the South Bay. Uh, Cartoon and Campbell is one, another one. But, uh, yeah, Uncle Dave's been a special friend to me and a lot of other comics there. And uh, it's nice to have somebody who believes in you. Even somebody who's like, shut up and listen. <laughs> you ever notice it's like, no matter how old you get, there's always people who are going to say you don't know shit. Like, when you're 60, there's going to be a 90-year-old telling you, ah, you don't know crap. <laughs> I just kind of learned to roll with it at this point and be careful not to do it myself. But, uh, I don't know, we're all still kids on some level. And uh, all these cool cats, they remind me of that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, David. <laughs> so, do you have a? I, I was. Do you have a show here at Mutiny Radio? I do Tuesday nights at ten. It's called Occult Oubliette. It's a supernatural show. Ooh. Check it out. Call in if you want to talk. Occult Oubliette, and it's what what time? Ten p.m. <laughs> Tuesday nights. Oh, cool. Well, it's nice to meet a fellow mutineer. Thank you. Welcome to the Pleasure. Common Thread Collective. <laughs> All right. I like the cross cross pollinating uh, shows that we can have here at Mutiny Radio. And if you want to come out and support Mutiny Radio, I believe there's going to be a dance party um, to uh, Asiento on July 26th. It's midweek, but there's going to be prizes and raffles, and you can come out and support our station. It's a summer of love theme, so you better come with your flowers and your tie dye and your groove. Uh, yeah, it's a Wednesday, but whatever. 
sure you might as well. And uh, if you love what we do here and and that we get to support local artists and um, exercise free speech, uh, please come out and support us. It's going to be Wednesday, July 26th. 9 p.m. at Asiento. That's right up the block from us on 21st and Bryant, right at the corner. So thank you. And nice to meet you, David, from Occult Oubliette, Tuesday nights, mutinyradio.fm. Well, hey, I see blood flower. Howdy. How do? Fine. How are you? I'm, I am well. Did Happy to be here. Did you have a good nation's birthday? You know, I, I did. I really? did. It was, it was, yes. It was kind of uh, Americana. It was, I did kind of the normal things. There was a, a little, f- you know, carnival that came to my backyard. So I ate corn dogs and, um, oh, you wow. know, danced and to music and uh, roamed around and wow. I watched fireworks that showed up. Yeah, the fireworks were like, it was like, um, they were really loud this year. They were really like um, impressive. I don't know what they were trying to prove. Yeah. You know what I mean with all the noise? Because personally, I don't like it. I don't either. I think it's a waste of money. Mm-hmm. I think that money could be going to like education programs and food stuff for people in uh, clothing and housing and whatnot. Yeah. How about music uh, in schools? You know, music so. in sc- anything in schools. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm not really um, a fireworks fan. I re- I've never really have been. Yeah. Just kind of popped um, up, so there I was. Yeah. When I was a youth, we used to have, we used to build, we used to go to uh, Cape Cod at a place called Whitehorse Beach. And we the people would drag all kinds of wood and debris from their places and build a big bonfire and then put like a effigy in it. Uh-huh. And then set it on fire and everybody would drink and party and go to sleep on the beach, wake up hungover on the beach. Not my, not good. I didn't like that. Wasn't, wasn't fun. Um... I have a sonnet I'd like to recite. Yeah. Seeing that it's poetry hour. It is it is poetry hour. And it's named after one of my favorite artists, the title Wallace Berman. So if you want to Google Wallace Berman and see some really cool like uh pre beatnik art from the from the Bay Area in Los Angeles, that's that's your man. Um Let us conspire to become as philosopher's stones. Our essence of harmonious spheres spun to smooth orbs on a flat surface. A smooth-handed woman pours blood on us. All is ritual, all is blind rending. Uh, A gnawing hunger for inner sight, a vision to approach with fear and trembling, a vision to make all vision clear. Concise weight, number, and measure. This is the language of Jehovah Lord, balancing accounts of human hairs, fallen sparrows tossed in the wind, of Wallace Berman's Kabbalah spray, an ebony ink that caresses the exposed rock. Thank you. Bloodflower, so multi-talented. I never know what you're going to come up with or come out with next. Look out. I'm watching. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, that's what we're about here on the Common Thread, opening the doors, opening our minds and hearts, opening our microphones to you, 
and all of our friends here. Uh, it's a really great uh, experience to be a part of. So please do, if you're listening, if you're one of the 5,000, you know, 600 people who are you listening in June, uh, come on down and join us in in person here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street in San Francisco. We'll be happy to meet you and, uh, and get to know you a bit. Danny and Machine is on fire today, and he is ready to roll. Take it over, my friend. You got it. The floor is yours. Here comes the showstopper. Oh, man. Here Watch out. The showstopper. The, the, lang- the language might not be pleasing. It's just about reality.
getting ready to wrap up um but here on the in the mission on sunday it's going to be sunday streets uh here uh sunday afternoon and also hey james ellis don't you have an event you'd like to tell us about that's coming up this sunday as well why yes global will be this upcoming sunday at the bird and beckett in san francisco we'll be treated to uh Local Jasmine, Daniel Hafez, Ollie, and Omar. And that's Nova Jazz. I'll be up here and there are some other spoken word artists. Uh, Jennifer Byrne, Mr. Pablo, and myself, and Ingrid Kier. This Sunday, 46. Come on out because we'd love to see you. Yeah, at the Bird and Beckett in Glen Park here in oh, San Francisco. So, the, I mean, they always have the, the, they have jazz quite a bit, but uh, the Nova Jazz is a hot band, and they, they perform every month the Word Party, uh, which is the poetry and jazz affair that happens at Piano Fight. So Nova Jazz was, was invited to go down, and they said, you know what, let's, let's spice it up with some poetry. So, of course, uh, they brought in uh, James Ellis. So he's going to be performing with them, and as he said, Jennifer Barone, Ingrid Keir, Pablo Rosales. That's Sunday, this Sunday from 4 to 6, 4.30 to 6.30, I believe, at the Bird and Beckett Bookstore in Glen Park. You can take Bart there. It's like a block away. So what you're saying is... What we're saying, I want to say, speak, hey, uh, hey, Rogue, one of the great book bookstores in this city yes. is Bird and Beckett. Bird is Charlie Parkett. Parker Beckett is Samuel Beckett. And that gives you an idea of the kind of bookstore it is. So that's Sunday. So you mean to tell me why well, you are telling me that Sunday is going to be Sunday streets? Yep. And as, a, as somebody who's come from a fire uh, rogue, Sunday streets is when, uh, is, that, is, that, uh, is that just on Valencia Street now? Yes, it's all along Valencia all Street. Along. I think from si- at least 16th to 24th, maybe a little bit beyond. Okay, and it used to be they, they blocked the street off. Yeah, that's, yeah. And so people can set do. up if they want to do a sidewalk sale, they can do that. If they want to bring their band, which they do, uh, mm-hmm. they can do that. If they want to just come and hang out, I was talking about the, uh, the joy of hanging out. It's a good place to do that. So we're talking Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, early. It starts at 11. Starts at 11. And then goes on. But we go on and start at 11 at uh, Sunday Streets. And then hop on BART. And we'll go over to Glen Park to Burton Beckett. How's that? So many options, so much to do. Well, we're trying to fit it all together in a good way. I know. Without collapsing from there. And then Saturday, of course, is going to be the um, the Trump blah, blah, blah. Anti-Trump-Pence no. march. So that's Saturday and Sunday. So if we have the, the will, there's a way. And so let's do it. And let's pick people up along the way. 
uh, along the way and invite them to come next Friday, a week from today, and play and can uh, converse right here between 3 and 6 at uh, Mutiny Radio and the Common Thread Collective. Right on. Yeah, and also, um, if you if you ha- know the Nova Jazz or if you come out to Burden Beckett on Sunday and uh, witness the Nova Jazz, uh, you'll want to come out to the Word Party. Uh, it happens every third Tuesday of the month at a, at a venue down in the Tenderloin called Piano Fight. It's poetry and jazz. Uh, the jazz band improvises behind the poets who sign up to read their, their poems. Uh, I was lucky enough to feature last month. It was a lot of fun. And this month, actually, well, it's just coming up this Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, I think the date is the 18th, um, is Avacha who a prolific um, radio host, uh, KPFA, and just has, has just been a, a pillar of culture, art and culture in the Bay Area and you know, for, for many, many decades. And she is going to be there, uh, the feature at the Word Party this coming Tuesday evening. So it goes from 7 till 9, or 9 or 9.30. Um, and uh, you can come and put your name on the list and read a poem with the band. Or the band takes a little break and you can you can read a poem without the music if it's a little too intimidating for you at, at first, I understand. Um, but then there'll be a, a good solid chunk of, of a feature and that'll be Avacha this week. And you, imagine, you mentioned Avacha and radio and KPFA. But but uh, I'm going back to the early days of KPOO. KPOO too. Eighty nine point yes, five. Right. She had a she got a show. This is now by 1973. There was a Vacha and another person who I knew from way back then. Now they have her her um, image on this mural at the, was it on about South Van Ness and 24th Street. I'm talking about Chata. Mm-hmm. If you see that image of this uh, of this big image of a of a large. Large woman, older woman. I knew her as a much younger woman on Kapu back then. Chata, Avacha. So all these connections are being made, are still being made. So so count me in. That's for sure. And uh, the the band, the band has never played here on this show. And I, I wonder if they're available. If they're not working during this time, three to six, whether they could they could come down and they could come down with Jennifer. And maybe we could we could bring in the new poet laureate, and that would be an amazing and a really good show. I agree. Well, we'll see what's happening. We know that anything is really possible. Uh, just like you know, our friend Nico, who showed up earlier. You know, you talked to him about a year ago, and it took him that long to get here, but he came down and played today. So you know, if you're out there listening, you're like, oh man, I really want to go down, but I work on Fridays and I never remember and all this stuff. I understand. We understand. Show up whenever you can. Each and every Friday, here we be. The door is open, the arms are open, the mind is open. Let's spread it around the planet. So, hey, Val, so good to be back. Good to have you back, Dave. I'm glad hey. you had a safe and, and beautiful journey. Hey, does anyone have any uh, musical requests? Yeah. What you got? We got a little time. <laughs> what? Tom Tom Club Genius of Love. What do you have? Let's see. Oh, I was going to request some. It'd be Cat Stevens. Peace Train. That's fine. All right. Let's see. Let's see what we can do here. All right. No dead air, but just a, a little a little pause. You know, that's all right. Let's see. Let's see. Here we go. This is a live, live track. 
of magic, and now we're living in them because
Well, that was Bloodflower's musical request. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. Um, it's been a real pleasure to be here at Mutiny Radio this afternoon. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for being part of the show. You are participating by listening. And uh, remember, if you ever want to give us a call, you can call 415-550-0511. That's 415-550-0511 here at the station. And uh, if we're not here... Somebody might take a message. You never know. Um, but it's an option. And if you're out there and you're an artist or just, you don't have to be think of yourself that way or have a, any kind of label whatsoever. Um, but if you'd like to participate in the common thread uh, to be part of this, um, this web, this tapestry, uh, you are welcome to do so. If you have some sort of media to share, we've got, um, you know, I could play things mp3s i can play stuff from you know your online uh, music sites you can send us a cd or a vinyl uh, to 2781 21st street san francisco california 94110 uh, attention the common thread and um, if you want to come in you got music on your phone we can plug in your phone um, basically we've got microphones and everything you want to play an acoustic set we're here and you can do it and we're, we're happy to have you um, and uh, yeah that's, that's 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 where we are it's what we've done um, do it again and again every Friday so thanks so much again and um, yeah, I'm going to play a little more music from Kenny Arcana, uh, who is a French uh, hip-hop artiste, and um, I played her a little bit earlier on Women's Magazine, uh, which is from 2 to 3 p.m. every Friday here at Mutiny Radio, uh, as I was focusing on the fact that it's Bastille Day, which was a big event in the French Revolution where people stormed the Bastille prison mostly to try to, you know, liberate the, the gunpowder that was that was housed there. But I also ended up liberating a few prisoners as well. But the Bastille was, was known as a place for political prisoners to, to end up. Um, so I dedicated today's Women's Magazine show to Olympe de Gouges, who was a French revolutionary feminist playwright pamphleteer um, who was highly involved in, in uh, revolutionary act, actions and activities. And then when the General Assembly formed, you know, they were kind of holding the monarchy's feet to the fire, like before they gave them the guillotine. Actually, they also instituted the guillotine as a form of state execution in France during that time. Um, but they adopted this Declaration of the Rights of Man and Citizen. And uh, so Olympe de Gouge wrote uh, Declaration of the Rights of Woman and Citizen. So dedicated to her. And as we see a world that is uh, whose governments want to uh, control the populations more and more through states of emergency or Patriot Act or martial law or police militarization, uh, we need to break through those walls. So here is uh, Kenny Arcana. Uh, well, if you speak French, you might get it. But she's saying, no to war, look around. We're all together in this. Peace, y'all. We love you. See you next week. This is a song called L'Histoire se répète, which means history repeats itself. Mon à la guerre, personne n'écoute.
toute personne entend Avant tout enfant de la terre les frontières ne sont qu'illusions Une seule et même planète, une humanité aux mille facettes Une humanité aux mille couleurs, une humanité qui meurt dans sa chair On a dit non à la guerre, non à la famille, non à la peur de l'autre Non à obéir à la hiérarchie lorsqu'elle prononce des paroles de mort du quelles sont les valeurs L'autre est au miroir, frapper son reflet, c'est se frapper soi-même, il briser ses plus de cet de malheur. Et l'histoire se répète. Et l'histoire se répète. Et l'histoire se répète. Et l'histoire se répète. Meurtrière, c'est toujours les civils qui payent Et toujours les mêmes erreurs qu'hier Dis-moi qui a son cœur est fidèle Et je te dirai qui pense par lui-même à l'ombre d'une querelle millénaire Il ne tient qu'à nous pour rejoindre la lumière on, on a dit non à la mort de l'autre Non à la haine, non au rapport de force Non aux troupes armées d'une vengeance à vivre Dites et terroristes qui leur vendent leurs drogues Qui leur vendent leurs armes c'est bien plus rentable tirer des engins que de faire la paix Trouver des ennemis, l'innocent meurtri, il deviendra demain Et l'histoire se répète Et l'histoire se répète Et l'histoire se répète Et l'histoire se répète Humaine, que vous dites collatéral, non à l'exploitation de la misère qui pousse à traiter les hommes comme des rats la tête sous l'eau avant de voir le danger on le perçoit à la forme des vagues on ne résout rien à exprimer des pulsions à la force des flammes on a dit non à la guerre depuis qu'on a l'âge de comprendre part en prison pour une bagarre quand ton pays ne parle que de vengeance de l'art d'être impitoyable légitime ses attaques avec des tas de palabres qui n'ont rien de vrai quand les bombes éclatent et l'histoire se répète Et l'histoire se répète Et l'histoire se répète Et l'histoire se répète On a dit non à la guerre, à la guerre, à la guerre On a dit non
Cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for mere fun every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini. And creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? Then get them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Blender's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Tell me what you think about your situation. Complication, aggravation. Is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. to the Edge of Insanity with myself, Paul Brumbaugh, Kit Marie, Brandon Ray, and Mistress Christine. All on Mutiny Radio. That's right, pcrcollective.org. We'll see you there. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, 
Are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. To hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. L-S-D, fap, acid, fapping, fapping, acid, acid, fapping, fapping, acid, fap, 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 acid. Thank you. That song is called Acid and Fapping. This is Tusser Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Freeform stand every Sunday at 1 p.m. Parking Ninos Unidos at 23rd and Folsom. The Freeform stand an all-volunteer run project of the No Penny Opera. It's about sharing the wealth of urban farms and gardens. Making, helping making local growth, fresh and nutrients, organic produce accessible to all, especially those in individuals or low incomes or tight budgets. The Free Farm Stand grows food in San Francisco and distributes it's, it for free. We act as a gathered place in mission to encourage community growth and involvement. This effort resolves most around gathering surplus foods from neighborhood gardens, various farmer markets, community gardens, public and private fruit trees, and hosting a space where this bounty can be shared with all. We also work with produce to the people who harvest organic fruits from backyard fruit trees and public spaces and bring it out to our free farm stand. For more information or if you want to help or if you have or know of a fruit tree that needs picking, you can contact Lauren with at produce to the people at produce to the people. For those
those who have an insatiable appetite for all things in life, who scream at nothing and everything at the same time, who dance till sunup, who cause the sun to set again with irreverent bow, who rival the moon with gravitational force, who leave rooms feeling empty and earthquake struck, who don't give a fuck, who make, who do, who dream out loud and laugh like maniacs, who draw shock and awe on faces graced with watching, who create from the soul of an orgasm, who swagger even alone in the shower, who fight with passion and love with passion and are passion, who catapult over cliffs in the name of revolution, who would rather die than fall in line to conform, who constantly challenge the norm, who greet each and every day as if just born, I say to you I know your greatness the way a suicide jumper knows weightless just before the impact and in fact I know it best when I say to you, I love you. The Night Space brings you High Time Storytime every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space featuring High Time Storytime every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Storytime Volume 1 now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for near five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post show. Classy music 